God. Amen. Let's go quickly into the word of God today. And this is not going to be the conclusion of the matter. But if the Lord will have me conclude it, so be it. Dunamis is around the corner, so we have glory be to God. <laughs> uh, tomorrow, 17th, Tuesday, 18th, Wednesday, 19th for publicity float. And you have all been enlisted in that army. We will all go out. I'll be there with you. We'll be on the trucks, we'll be in the buses, we'll be in the cars. We'll go to Ologweru tomorrow, by the grace of God, from church to Eleele to Ologweru. We want to go and bombard that place, invade it with the gospel, distributing flyers and inviting people to Dunamis. The Lord wants to use you tomorrow. Tell your neighbor, the Lord wants to use you tomorrow. Will you be available for God? Get an answer from them. Get an answer from them. So that if you don't see them tomorrow, you know that what they have said is that they are not available for God. May you be available for God. Well, I want to implore you. The entire ministry is counting on us, the youth church. This is what we do every year. But publicity float concerns everybody, including the choir, all of us, including the pastor, all of us, making melody in our heart to the Lord, singing and so dance ministry. Please make sure you are available. God will use you to also champion the cause. We gather here at 4 p.m. We get our acts together, get some instructions. By 4.30, 4.45, we'll begin to move. So if you come late tomorrow, you'll be meeting us on the field. We are going to the field to do God's bidding. Jesus said to them, go ye into all the world in Matthew 28 and preach everywhere. Preach the gospel. The commandment, the last commandment he gave is go ye. He didn't say stay ye in the house. He said go ye. So we are going ye tomorrow. Going ye on Tuesday. And going ye on Wednesday. And the name of the Lord will be glorified. Amen. So we have one more Sunday before Dunamis. That's Sunday the 23rd. That's next Sunday. 23rd of April. By Monday, Dunamis is upon us. Tuesday we have a film show. Latest film of Man Zion. Wednesday we have a variety. Thursday what explosion begins all the way to Sunday. I want to implore you. Block those dates in your diary. They are not dates to travel. They are dates to be available. Come and be fully immersed in the presence and in the word of God. I tell you, nobody ever comes to Dunamis with an open heart and remains the same. It is the mother of all of our meetings. And interestingly, this year is the 30th anniversary. Jesus did not begin his ministry until the age of 30. 30 is a significant number in the Bible. When Jacob was 30, he told his father-in-law, said, when will I begin to provide for my own household? I should be a man. I should be on my own. There is something about 30. There's a liberation that comes. 
So make sure you make yourself available. We fasted this last couple of days, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and I hope you did also. The Lord bless you. Turn with me now. Let me begin to preach. To the book of John. Oh, I read John last week. Let me go to Acts. Um, both of them are my, uh, my text, my main text, but I, I want to use Acts now. Acts chapter 3. And I'll read verses 1 to 4, and then I'll go to verse 16. Faith in the name. That's the title of the message. Indeed, of the series. Now, Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer. Being the ninth hour. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried. Whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful. To ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Who seen Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, silver and gold have I known, but such as I have. Somebody says, such as I have. You have something this morning. Such as I have, give I unto thee. Such as I have, give I thee. I'm going to give you something that I have. Something better than what you are asking for. And what did he give him? In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Boom. And in that moment, a miracle happened. A notable miracle happened. It happened in the name. What was the secret? Verse 16. Peter divulged the secret in verse 16. He said, and his name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom ye see and know. You know him well. We didn't stage manage this miracle. We didn't make it up. You know this crippled guy, this lame guy. But the secret to the miracle you are singing is his name, the name of Jesus, and through faith in his name. Yea, the faith which is by him, by Jesus, because he's the author and the finisher of our faith has given this man, given him, this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Glory be to God. Been on this series for a while, and I want to push and press further this morning by the grace of God. I spoke extensively last week, giving us about five points, and telling us why the name is so powerful. And this morning, I want us to look a little bit deeper into the lives of the apostles. The people that got this name directly, the people that walked physically in the, early, in, the, in the earthly ministry of Jesus, who are now asking us to develop our faith in the name. I mean, they used the name like 
like mechanics will use their tools and get results. They used the name as though Jesus was still physically present. Hallelujah. Okay. Doesn't sound pretty much like me. Uh, but I'll manage it. While you work on mine. Glory be to God. Okay. I, I stopped somewhere last week and I want to pick it up from there this morning. Okay, it's better now. Thank you. I made a point to us that we need revelation of the name of Jesus. We need revelation of that name. The apostles had nothing but the Holy Spirit and the name. And they turned the world upside down through faith in the name. What was the difference between the apostles and the other people that tried to use the name but didn't get resolved? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, sounds good. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. Now, I made it clear to us last week that the difference is revelation. You remember the seven sons of Sceva that, that tried to use the name to cast out a demon in the name of the Jesus that Paul preached. The Jesus they didn't have any relationship with. The name didn't work for them because they were just throwing around the name. They didn't have any revelation of the name. Revelation is key. When we are walking with God and when we are dealing with God. That's why in Ephesians 1, from verse 17, Paul the apostle asked us to pray for it. To pray for what? For revelation. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Revelation. Stop praying for money. Pray for revelation. Oh, pastor, I have bills to pay. Pay for, pray, pray for revelation. One revelation from God will open up channels for you. Revelation. Stop jumping from ministry to ministry. Pray for revelation of Christ. That was what made the difference in the life of Peter and the ministry of Peter. That was what made Paul who he was. Revelation. Nothing but revelation. Paul was a bloody sinner who was killing the church. He was injuring the church of Christ until, until Christ was revealed to him. In Galatians 2 and verse 2, he said, I went up by revelation. I went up to Jerusalem by revelation. Revelation makes you change level. You go up by revelation. So seek the help of the Holy Spirit to reveal Jesus to you. This Jesus that Pastor Fred has been preaching, we know the name now. We use the name at wedding receptions. We use the name at birthday reception. In fact, we use the name to close every prayer. You pray, 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 pray. Then you want to close the prayer in Jesus' name. And then everybody says, Amen. 
Matter of fact, in some places, if you don't say in Jesus' name, nobody will say amen because they expect that that is the cliche or that is the phrase we use to close prayer. That's the only thing they know about the name, to open prayer and to close prayer. <laughs> but the name is richer than that. The name is deeper than that. The name is more powerful than that. And that's what I want to share with you this morning. Why did the apostles turn the world upside down? In Acts 17 and verse 6, the Bible said the, the people that turned the world upside down have come to us. They complained about them because they said they turned the world upside down. They went to arrest Jason who accommodated the disciples. How come we are not turning the world, our own world, upside down for good? How come the devil is dominating the church, dominating Christians, having dominion over us? How come sickness and disease are having dominion over us? righteous people who are close to the Holy Spirit. This is for everyone that believes in the name. In the name. I'm emphasizing the name this morning. Because that's all we have. That's all we've got. And if the name of Jesus is all we've got, we've got all that we need in this life and in eternity. Because in eternity, we are going to continue to worship that name. The name that fills up the whole planet of heaven. That name lights up heaven. My goodness. Let me show you a few scriptures this morning. Hallelujah. Act of the Apostles chapter 5. Acts chapter 5. Now, before you go to Acts 5, please go to Matthew 16 and then we quickly read 16 to 19. Matthew 16, 16 to 19. Matthew chapter 16. I don't want to read it in my Bible. Please put it on the screen for me because I'm in Acts chapter 5 in my Bible. Matthew 16. And Simon Peter answered because Jesus asked them, who do men say that I am? And Peter answered, you are the Christ, the anointed one, the son of the living God. All right. Now, next verse. And Jesus answered and said unto him, blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not, has not, has not, give me that word. Now, shout it, has not revealed because the name was revealed to Peter. Woo! What were the other disciples doing? I don't know. But to Peter, it was revealed. The name has to be revealed to you. So it can work. Don't throw it around. If you like, you can buy a dog and name the dog Jesus. It shows you lack revelation of the name. 
Yeah, people do all kind of stupid things. And some try to ridicule the Lord. I, I heard that in, in the nation of Brazil, they did something very ridiculous recently. Trying to worship Satan and then trying to demote Jesus. You can't demote Jesus because you can't promote Jesus. It's not in your power to promote him. Amen? It's not in your power. What you can do is to worship him. He's already promoted. The father has already highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every other name. Can I have an amen to that? They are dealing with the consequences now. Jesus answered and said, Blessed are thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed it unto you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I say also unto you that thou art Peter, and upon this rock, not upon Peter, but upon the revelation. That revelation is a rock. That's why you must seek revelation. It's a rock on which you can stand. When you have revelation about any subject in the Bible, you can stand on it. The storm will come and shake you, but you'll be unshaken and unshakable because you're standing on a rock. Oh, the storm will come to all of us. But blessed is that person who has built his house on the rock. On Christ, the solid rock. Revelation of Christ. Has Christ been revealed to you? I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Go to verse 19. The gate of hell will not prevail against it. Verse 19 now. Verse 19, come on now. And I will give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> I'm going to give you the keys. Keys mean authority. If you are not authorized, you can't have access. If I come to your house and I don't have the keys, how can I access your room? You're in church this morning. Some of you, your keys are in your pocket. Nobody can access your room because they don't have the authority to go there. If you don't have my car keys this morning, there is no way you can open my car. You cannot. No matter how muscular you are, no matter how big and huge you are, you can't open that door. It is not built for you to open it with muscle. It opens by keys. By command. And Jesus said, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever, somebody say whatsoever, you, you, somebody say I, I, shall bind on earth, shall be bound where? In heaven, and whatsoever you shall loose on us shall be loosed where? So the power of binding and loosing is here with you if you believe in the name of Jesus. Can I have an amen to that? Don't toy with this name. Don't toy with this name. Now, Peter got the revelation right there. Let's see what happened later in the ministry of Peter. Acts chapter 5. And let's go from verse 12. Earlier in, in that chapter, because the church exploded and began to grow, people started giving. There was a baptism of love. And people sold land and sold their possession and they brought the money to the apostles and laid it down at the apostles' feet. And the apostles began to divide the money to every man severally according to their needs. You know, you needed $10,000, you got it. You needed $500,000, you got it. You needed $2,000, you got it. They distributed to every man according to their need. I mean, nobody told them there was just a baptism of love. And there was a couple, Ananias and Sapphira. And that's why you need to be careful who you marry. Both of them had land and then they sold it. Now, what they did was good. They brought the money, but they didn't bring all the money. Now, there's nothing wrong if you don't bring all the money. I mean, it's your, it was your possession before. All right? And then you brought part of the money. 
And then the, the apostles asked them, is this all that you got? They said, yeah, that's all. Now you could have said, yeah, we sold it for so, so, and so, but this is what we are willing to give. God loves a cheerful giver. It, it should be a, a, an offering of free will, you know, but these guys lied. They lied not only to the apostles, they lied to the Holy Spirit. And so well, it was the husband that went to church first, you know the story. And then Peter said, why did you lie to the Holy Spirit? And then he fell down and died. And then they took him out and buried him. And the wife came very late to service. I can imagine that kind of woman. You know, the husband was in church, maybe like an hour or two. And then the woman was still making her, her headgear and then doing makeup and makeover. And then she came pretty late to church. And because if she had come early with her husband, her husband would have died in her presence. Maybe she would have had a chance to repent. But she came very late, criminally late to church. And so um, it's not good to come late to church. Glory be to God. So uh, Peter said to her, um, Safira, Madam Safira. And she said, oh, yeah, Apostle, long live the Lord. Uh, bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Have you got our offering? You know, like Dunamis is coming now. This is our own seed to Dunamis. Glory be to God. And uh, Peter asked her, so um, the money you brought, was that all that you got from the land? Oh, yeah. The Lord sees our heart and sees everything. People lie in the name of the Lord. And uh, Peter said, well, behold the footsteps of those that buried your husband. And boom, she fell down and died. Now, ordinarily, nobody would come to that kind of church again. Two people died in one service, one day. Have you heard? <laughs> it will trend on social media. Corpses in church. Couple die in church. People getting consumed in Peter's church. St. Peter's church. I mean, you, nobody want to die. You don't want to go to that kind of church. You want to go to a church where you live. Can I have an Amen. You want to go to the expression house where they shout, King Jesus is alive and well, glory. Not a church where you, if you go to that church and you tell a lie, the Holy Spirit is going to kill you. <laughs> he's just going to kill you. You know what I'm saying? So you be like, if, if you know you don't want to lie, don't go to that kind of church. Ordinarily, that news should have scared people from going to church. But it will amaze you what happened thereafter. Please go to verse 11. Before we go to verse 12. Go to verse 11. Okay. Now, the Bible says, And great fear came upon all the church, and upon as many as heard these things. So great fear came upon them. Great fear. Whoa. God is in the house. <laughs> People should learn. There are times that God comes in a very special way like we had during worship this morning. Fall on your face and worship. It's not time to look around. Why are they all kneeling down? Why are they all, oh, no, I don't like all this kind of stuff. You know, hallelujah, praise the Lord. My own God is very easy. He's an easygoing God. Yeah, there are times that, yeah, you treat him as daddy. And as daddy, you can lean on his chest. Love you, Lord. Your mercy never fails me. There's a time for that. There are other times where you treat him as father. That when he shows up, that's the almighty God, and you fall down on your face and worship. It's about the way we relate to God. Do you know one person can wear two caps? I am in the army, and I'm a general. My son, Tirenyolua, is in the army. And is a captain. 
And I leave my office to go to his office. When the general walks down the corridor, everybody's saluting. You, you know what I mean? And I walk into his office. And he sees me in my full regalia as a general. He stands from his table, salutes the general. And I say to him, Captain Elegbe. Now, this is General Elegbe. And he says, sir, yes, sir. Now, church says, sir, yes, sir. That's how they do it in the military. And some of you are preparing for youth service, NYSE. You will be taught. And those who lack discipline, they will learn discipline. Captain Elegbe. And he says, sir, yes, sir. Now, you report at my quarters. My quarters, my staff quarters, where I live, the staff quarters. You report at my quarters at 1430. GMT plus one. And he says, sir, yes, sir. And I get out of the office. Is he my son? Come and talk to me. Is he my son? But at that moment, are we relating like father-son right now? Like family, family ties, you know, oh, daddy, come on. No, no, no. This is General Elegbe speaking. He has issued a command. And he comes at 2.30. That's 14.30. And he's reporting right in the front of my quarters, my flat, in the front porch. And he puts his hand on his head to salute. And he says, Captain Elegbe, reporting at your staff quarters, sir. At 14.30 p.m. as instructed. GMT plus one. Sir, yes sir. And then I open the door. And then he comes in. He's all shaky. He doesn't know what to expect. And I give him a hug. I say, what's wrong with you, boy? We've missed you. Your mama has, has missed you. You didn't come for dinner last night. Some of you got it. Some of you will get it later. He hugged his son. Oh, daddy. You know, in his mind, he'll be saying, I even thought I'd offended him. I thought it was something serious. Now, when daddy showed up in the office, he dared not say, come on, you're my daddy now. No, according to your military training, when your superior shows up, you must pay obeisance. If, it, if you are required to remove your cap, you remove it. If you are required to wait, you, whatever is required according to the military code, you must obey. Let's not get too familiar with God. He's God, you know, can do whatever he likes. Hey, listen, there are times you fall on your face. Abandon yourself in the place of worship. Now let's go back to Peter. Brother Peter learned something and then something began to happen in his church. Let's go to chapter, verse 12 now. Verse 12. Acts chapter 5 and verse 12. Glory to God. So great fear came upon the church in verse 11, verse 12. And by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people. And they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. Someone say one accord. Now mark that in your Bible because I'm going there this morning. I'm going to this one accord this morning. The Bible says, by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought. By the hands of the apostles. Who was doing the signs and the wonders? The Holy Spirit. He was doing it in the name of Jesus. 
He was using ordinary men. He can do same today and he wants to do same today. Can I have an amen? It can be written that by the hands of Tosin, by the hands of Judith, by the hands of favor, by the hands of Falah, were many signs and miracles wrought by the hands of these ordinary men. The Holy Ghost came and used them in the name. And of the rest, does no man join himself to them, but the people magnified them. And believers were the more added to the Lord. Multitudes, both of men and women. Normally, normally, nobody should join that church because a couple died in that church. Nobody wants to go to a church where a couple died. But look at what the Bible says. The Bible says believers were the more added to the Lord. Multitudes, both of men and women. And I see multitudes coming to this church in the name of Jesus. In so much that they brought forth the sick into the streets and led them on beds and couches that at the least the shadow of Jesus, no, the shadow of Peter passing by might overshadow some of them. Do you understand what this means? Peter so much carried the presence of Jesus. The Holy Spirit was sitting on him. So much so that they brought forth multitudes of sick people, laid them on the floor on the streets of Jerusalem. Not for Peter to lay hands. The earlier verse said, by the hands of the apostles, many signs and wonders were done. Now, it graduated to the shadow of Peter. That Peter just passing by, if his shadow should touch them, anyone within the shadow length of Peter got healed instantly. Instantly. Hey, but pastor, the shadow of Peter, listen, nobody's shadow can heal anybody. The healing was not in the shadow. The healing was because Peter carried so much of the presence of Jesus that anyone that came within his shadow land, in physics, there's something they call electromagnetic field. The presence of the Holy Spirit had formed a field around Peter. The field was as long as his shadow. Now, okay, so let me try to stand out. I want to see my shadow. Okay, so this is where I am now. Let me show you where my shadow reached. Right here. Man, I'm a tall man. I'm tall. Now, if I were to stand in the same place, his shadow would probably be here. He's taller. I'm tall, he's taller. Praise God. Now, what that means is that Everybody within this radius, round about Peter, this place, that place, that place, that place, where his shadow could reach, there was an electromagnetic field around him, spiritual force around him, as he was walking on the streets, not even laying hands on them. Anyone within that, I don't know where they call it, diameter or circumference, in physics, got healed. 
atmosphere is everything. You can so much carry the presence of God that people not even shaking hands with you come so close to you, they come too close. And they can fall under the anointing. If the Lord wants it that way. Now, the Holy Spirit knows us. And if he knows that you are going to get into pride, that's not going to happen. A young man used to operate under that anointing in this city of Ibadan. Powerful ministry. And he was into deliverance and all of that. And pride got into him. One day at the bus stop, somebody mistakenly stepped on him. He wanted to board the bus. So what's wrong with you? I will cast out the devil out of you now. Like he had the power in himself. His focus shifted from Jesus to himself. And that's the error of many young ministers. And that's why you need to be careful. If the Lord is using you, he's using you in spite of you. You are not the source. Psalm 36 and verse 9 says, For with you is the fountain of life, and in your light shall we see light. Are you that fountain of light? Is it in your light we see light? My friend, be, be very careful. You know what happened to that young man? The senior pastor told me this. After a while, Ichabod, the glory departed. In his dream, if he closed his eyes like this, every time he slept, he saw naked women. Naked women surrounded him heavily. It was so bad, if he slept in the afternoon, same dream. In the night, same dream. So he couldn't sleep anymore. He had insomnia and insomnia, blah, 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 blah. Started having health challenges. Pride is a terrible thing. It belongs to Satan, the devil. Satan is the author of pride. Isaiah 14, verses 13 and 14. Satan said, I will lift up my throne above that of the Almighty. I will exalt my stars above that of the Almighty. And I will stand in the holy place and I will do this and I will do that and I will do this. Now, and as an angel, you are not permitted to speak your own words. You are only permitted to speak the words that God gives you to speak. And Satan, Lucifer, invented his own words and they were words of pride and God cast him down. Today, he is still the father of pride. That's why... I don't say, may you make God proud. Nobody will ever make God proud. God will never, ever be proud. Oh, Pastor Fred, it's English. Bad English. When Jesus got baptized in the water, did, did God the Father say, this is my beloved son. I'm so proud of him. Was that what the Father said? What did the Father say? You know, I'm well pleased. Come on, invent your own words. I'm delighted in you, son. Not I'm proud of you. Get rid of that word pride, proud, prideful out of your mouth. Amen. Peter was walking on the streets of Jerusalem. And anyone within his shadow land got healed. How did Peter get there? Some of us have laid hands on people. We prayed. Pray, 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 pray. Until their neck almost broke. Nothing happened. Church, let's begin to evaluate our work with God. Let's begin to evaluate. If you are doing something and it's not working, why is it not working? Sit down with the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I want you to tell me why. And I want you to show me how I can get results. Because I want things to work. Can I have an amen? 
Let's continue. Acts chapter chapter 5. Now, there came also a multitude out of the cities round about unto Jerusalem, bringing sick folks, and of them which were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were healed, every one. How many of them were healed? God bless you, you are following. Then the high priest rose up, you know, they always rise up. <laughs> and all they that were with him, which is the sect of the Sadducees, and were filled with indignation, and laid their hands on the apostles, because these miracles were becoming too much. So they laid hands on the apostles and put them in the common prison. Now listen, church. This, isn't this amazing? Isn't this amazing? That if you have a sickness or a disease, you can't come near Peter. I mean, if he walks past you, poof, you just get up. You are healed. <laughs> and then Peter just walks by. Oh, glory! And people are standing up. How come that spiritual force, that electromagnetic field, how come that field did not arrest the high priests and the Sadducees when they came to arrest Peter? How come they got close to Peter and their hands were not stuck in the air? If Peter were a 21st century minister, Nigerian, he would say, If I be a man of God, try and come near me. No, no, just try. Because he knew there was a force around him raising the sick. Are you getting what I'm saying? Even casting out devils and people that had unclean spirits. And then he would get into pride. Come, no, come close. You can arrest the man of God. Come, no, if they burn you away, come. Then the high priest will say, ah, Abi, is he okay? Oh, yeah, soldier, go arrest him. Ah, okay, we can't arrest him. We go, ah, he say, ah. We've had that people are rising from the dead. Oh, ah, we are. Oh, but let's go and try. And then they will try. And then they will catch him. And nothing will happen. They will beat the hell out of him. <laughs> Learn to be humble. Learn to submit yourself completely to God. Even if you are arrested, God's purpose is still going to be fulfilled. If they were not arrested, there would not have been a supernatural release from the prison, which I will show you now. It was a supernatural release. It had never happened before. The, everybody was flabbergasted, flabbergasted, maroon, borrow, everything. <laughs> come here, come on, come on. I mean, every time I read this, it's a blessing. All right? Now, so, they laid their hands on the apostles and put them in, in the common prison. Verse, verse 19. But, somebody say, but, the angel of the Lord by night Opened the prison doors, not one door, doors. The angel opened the doors. That means angels can open doors, amen? Angels are spirit beings, but they have impact on natural things. And brought them forth and said, now the angel said to Peter and the other apostles, go, stand and speak in the temple to the people. All the words of this life. Your ministry is not yet over. Go, stand, and speak all the words of this life. Go and preach. Go to your place of assignment. Expression house members are waiting for you. Go. Woo. They went. And when they heard that, they entered into the temple early in the morning and taught. They were in prison last night. The next moment, 
They're in, the, they're in the temple. And they're teaching. But the high priest came. And they that were with him. And called the council together. And all the senate of the children of Israel. And sent to the prison to have them brought. So you go and bring those prisoners. Those guys we put in prison yesterday. Go and get them here. Let's deal with them. The Bible says about. Somebody say about. When the officers came. And found them not in the prison. They returned. They opened the doors of the prison, but they didn't find them. So they returned and told them, singing, the prison. <laughs> I'd like us to read this together. Okay, read after me. Said the prison truly found we shot. Now read my translation. The prison truly found we shot. With all safety. Now, that's King James English, and I like it. They said, truly, we found the prison shot. The prison was not open. There was no jailbreak. We found the prison securely shut. But hey, we found no man within. Now, when the priest and the captain of the temple and the chief priest had these things, they doubted of them whereunto this would grow. Hey, I, I, I think we need to be careful here. Then came one and told them, saying, Behold, the men whom ye put in prison are standing in the temple and teaching the people. Then went the captain with the officers and brought them, this time without violence. Somebody say without violence. Uh, they advised themselves, mm, don't do violence this time. For they feared the people, lest they should have been stoned. And when they had brought them, they set them before the council and the high priest asked them. Let me, before, before I read on, let me, let me pause a little bit here. God can choose to deliver you In his own way. Listen to me, church. Some of us are in situations now that look like you're in a prison. You don't know which way out. Don't be dictating to God how to get you out of trouble. Ask him for his deliverance, yeah? But don't tell him the method. God, you, need, you know, I need money right now. As I go to Uncle Fala, Lord, touch his heart and let him give me money. You'll be disappointed. God knows how... To get you out. He could have come. The angel could have come. And could have chosen to break the prison door. He didn't break the prison door. He opened the doors. Got them out. And left it shut. As if. He never went in. He could have opened it. And left it open. Like what Paul and Silas experienced in Acts chapter 12. When the earthquake happened. The chains were broken, not only of Paul and Silas, of every other prisoner. So it was a good time to run. But they didn't run. God has several methods of getting the same thing done. The same miracle. He has his ways. Let us learn to be humble before the Lord. Let us learn to follow the instructions of the Holy Spirit. Are you with me, church? Are you getting something out of this? Now, look at this. And when they had brought them, they set them before the council. And the high priest asked them, saying, Did we not straightly command you that you should, that ye should not teach in this name? The problem of the high priest was the name. They didn't ask them not to teach anymore. 
But they asked them not to teach in the name. Every time you use the name of Jesus with faith in your heart, it causes trouble in the realm of darkness. That's why Satan will have you not mention the name anymore, not use the name again, or misuse or abuse the name. Ab abuse is a combination of two words, abnormal use. Like when you say drug abuse, there is nothing wrong with paracetamol, but you can abuse paracetamol. Satan can get you to abuse the name of Jesus. It's an abuse when we use it to cut cake at a social function. It's an abuse. The name is not for cake cutting. Never saw it in my Bible where it was for cake cutting. The name caused so much havoc in the realm of darkness that they tried to stop them physically from preaching and teaching in the name. Didn't we tell you straight, don't teach in the name anymore? Now, listen, is there, and behold, behold, you have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine. You have filled the whole land with the name. Everywhere we go, the name, Jesus, 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 everywhere. Why? The guy was losing his mind. And you intend to bring this man's blood upon us? You apostles. Everywhere we go in Jerusalem, you are filled everywhere with the name. Everywhere we turn, we see Jesus. We hear Jesus. And you intend to bring his blood upon us. I asked the man. I never met him, this high priest, but I asked him in the spirit. <laughs> now, this is on a lighter note. I, I was asking in my mind early this morning as I meditated on this. I said, you don't want them to bring the blood of Jesus upon you. So what blood do you want them to bring upon you? blood of Jesus brings salvation, liberty, forgiveness of sins. But these guys were so filled with their doctrine and with Satan, they didn't want to have anything to do with the name. Alright. Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, we ought to obey God rather than man. These men had boldness. They were cast in prison last night. Angel got them out. They started preaching again this morning. As they were still preaching in the temple, they were rearrested, but this time not with violence. Rearrested gently. And now they are being questioned again. Some of us would have kept quiet, but they answered with boldness. We ought to obey God and not man. Peter kept speaking. This Peter spoke a lot. The God of our fathers raised up Jesus, whom you slew. He said, shut up, shut up. Don't mention the name again. Don't mention. Peter said, the God of our fathers raised up the name you don't want to hear. Jesus. Somebody shout Jesus. The devil doesn't like you to mention that name. Whom you slew and hanged on the tree. Him had God exalted with his right hand to be a prince and a savior. For to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are his witnesses of these things. And so also is the Holy Ghost whom God has given to them that obey him. When they had that, the Bible said they were cut to the heart. And they took counsel to slay them. When you mention the name with faith in your heart, something happens in the realm of the spirit. Our dear sister, Esther Ajani, was robbed. The guy came into our room in the night. Took our phone, took money, 
took whatever he wanted to take and then wanted to now have carnal knowledge of her. He wanted to rape her. Now, take off your clothes. Fine girl. And she was begging the guy, you know, please, you've taken everything. Please go, I beg you, go. You know, that's the way Satan harasses us sometimes. And we go into a corner and we're almost begging him, please leave me alone. Yo, please, devil, leave me alone. Leave me alone. That's why people sing some songs that are not faith-based. Oh, it's oh, did I offend? Oh, you offended Satan. And she was in the corner, and, 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 and she, was, she was feeling that, that, that sense of fear. But all of a sudden, because of the Holy Ghost, she remembered that even though she didn't have a weapon, she had a name. According to Esther, I said, the guy came with the knife, right? I'm going to stab you. The guy said, now, you don't want to cooperate. I said, take off your nighty. Take off your nightgown. I want to have my way. I want to have my way. I, I want to flex my love. I heard that recently. My children are teaching me a lot. They don't hear that in my house. They hear in school. <laughs> and so the guy, the guy was going to rape her. <laughs> and the guy said, I'm going to stop you. And he was coming with the knife. Now, what do you do as a lady when you are defenseless? A knife in the hand of the enemy, you have no knife. You have no stick, no wood, nothing to fight, nothing to defend yourself. Stop saying you have nothing to defend yourself. You have the name. I said you have the name. As the guy moved close to her, she shouted, in the name of Jesus. The guy jacked backward. And she began to quote scriptures. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise up against me in judgment, I shall condemn. And I come against you in the name of the Lord. And the guy took off. And she ran after the guy. I love such people. When a dog is chasing you, and you stand your ground, and you face the dog. And you just say, ah, this one is not a normal human being. And the dog turns, and is running, and you are running after the dog. The pursuer becomes the pursuit. In the name of Jesus, this week, go in the name and harass everything harassing your life. Go in the name and harass everyone harassing your life. End of discussion. The guy ran away. And Esther was chasing the guy in the dead of the night with the name. Proverbs 18.10 says, the name of the Lord is a strong high tower. The righteous run into it and they are saved. Esther, stand up for recognition. Let them see. So they don't say Pastor Fred is lying. That's Esther, Johnny, in the choir. Glory to God. I said, glory to God. They told them, stop, stop, stop mentioning the name. The problem of the enemy is the name of Jesus. That's why if he can get you to stop the name, he will get you to stop the name. Now, all our songs in this church, that's why senior pastor said, look, Change everything. It has to be Jesus, 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 Jesus. Fill up the atmosphere with Jesus. Not to me, okay, yeah, yeah, my hallelujah, repete. You see some church videos and you say, okay, they must be in club. They even take club songs into church. Holy Spirit, pepe them. Oh, I've seen that before. Pepe them. Pepe them, pepe, pepe, pepe. 
in another church, not too far from here. I saw a video recently. They were having a party. Yeah, there's a difference between a party and a service. Then Peter didn't have that. They had services. Services where people died. Services where the more were added to the Lord. Services where miracles happened. Where the sick were healed. Not a place where they managed the sick to die. Say, so you are about to die. We commend your spirit unto the Lord. Amen. Even though the person has not yet died. There's, there is so much unbelief. They know, uh, you see? Ah, just make peace with God. Make peace as you are going. Make peace with all men. Mm. Mm. When nobody rises up and says, no, 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 you foul devil, get your hands off of this daughter of Zion and go. And let her spit out cancer. I'm tired of a church that is not getting results. We have to get results. By faith. It was through faith, Hebrews 11:2. 2. That the elders obtained a good report. I don't want to just be reading what happened in the act of the apostles. I want to believe in it. I don't want to, I don't want to see it in our church. I want to see God walking through your hands. He walked through the hands of the apostles. He walked through the hands of Paul. He can walk through the hands of Faber, the hands of Judith. Tosi, Oriofer, Fola, Eri. Let it also be written about us that God walked through the hands of Fred. It's the same God over all who is rich unto all that call upon him. They have been harassed in your, in your hostel. You live in a female hostel. Rapists are coming every night. Burglars are coming every night. Nobody can sleep. You have turned to vigilante. Ha, 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 ha. Get on your righteous indignation and walk around that hostel when you get back this afternoon. And draw the bloodline by faith and say, in the name of Jesus, I am drawing the bloodline, bloodline, the blood of Jesus. I'm using it to draw a line around this hostel. Now no devil crosses the bloodline. The enemy recognizes bloodline. We have a shadow of that in Exodus 12, 13, 14. When God told the Israelites, kill a lamb, put the blood in the basin, get a hyssop. Use it to sprinkle the blood on the lentil and the doorpost, the two-side doorpost and the lentil of your house, and lintel of your house. And he said, nobody goes out. The moment you put the blood there, you stay indoors. When the angel of destruction is passing over, it will pass over you when it sees the blood. But on any house where it doesn't see the blood, it will come in and kill the firstborn. That's drawing the bloodline. When the angel of destruction saw the blood, it passed over the Israelites. That's why till today they call it Passover. It became a feast for them to celebrate. Passover. Look, you can draw the bloodline around your car, around your computer, around your mobile phone, around everything you have, around your house. I lived in a house for eight years where snakes came into every flat, not once in my flat. Because the moment I got there, I drew the bloodline. Another Esther is in the house. Esther O'Neill, who is my witness to that. Esther, can you stand? Let them see. Our daughter in UI, when she was in UI, she's a vet doctor today. I celebrate the grace of God upon your life. Please sit down. Our daughter was very fragile. You could kick it and it would open. I'd been there with my family. 
And on a number of occasions, somebody tried to harass her, tried to come in, tried to do whatever. And she could smell that this person was smoking in a corridor. But hey, the bloodline was drawn. You don't cross the bloodline. You die. Something will cut you. The sword of the angels. One morning, my family woke up. We were living in Nashi at the time. We woke up and found blood, plenty of blood, right in front of our, our flat. I told my wife, nothing to worry about. <laughs> Every time we're going to bed, we have an angel guarding this house. You know that? So maybe somebody tried to come in and it got caught. That's it. If it was a human being, it got caught. If it was an animal, it got caught. You came to the wrong place. Amen. Amen. Zechariah chapter 2 verse 8 says, he that touches you touches the apple of his eyes. You are that precious to God. Anyone that tries to harass you, harasses God's daughter, harasses God's son, and they face the consequences. Can I have an amen to that? Stop teaching in the name. Peter gave an answer. And they were caught to heart. Oh, Lord. Go to verse 40. One man got up and spoke on behalf of Peter and the apostles, telling them, don't beat these guys. I mean, leave them alone. Don't injure them. And he told them, okay, verse, let me take verse 39. He said, but if, if, if it be of God, if this movement, if this people be of God, you cannot overthrow it, lest happily ye be found even to fight against God. Be careful who you fight against. You might be fighting against God. And to him they agreed. And when they had called the apostles and beaten them. See, very stubborn people. They still beat them. The man advised them, let them go. They still beat them. All right? They commanded that they should not speak in what? Come on, come on, church. How do we shout this? In the name. That's how I wanted to see. They, they said they should not speak what? In the name of Jesus. And let them go. That was their problem. The name was their problem. And they departed from the presence of the council. Rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. And daily in the temple and in every house. They ceased not to teach and preach. Daily in the temple and in every house. They ceased not to teach and preach what? Jesus Christ. That's our only message. If that was what they preached, what should we be preaching? Shouldn't be preaching fashion in church. We can have a special service for that. How to dress well. But it will be a Saturday evening program. Pink and purple connect. 10-7. Oh, sorry, I said 10-7. Seven. <laughs> seven steps to a business breakthrough. Saturday evening or Friday evening, let's hang out somewhere and discuss business. As a church, it's not bad. Not on the pulpit, on Sunday morning. Do you think Peter and the other apostles ceased not to teach and preach seven steps to business breakthrough? One of my daughters here, she told me her experience in a former church, and I, I, I mean, I couldn't get over it. She's in the house this morning. I won't tell her to stand up, so she won't be embarrassed. She said one Sunday morning, the title of their pastor, the pastor's message was, Five ways, five ways to not date a stupid boyfriend. That's a whole Sunday service. Now, people's lives are on the line. Do you know why I preach for long? I try to preach for short, like 20 minutes, 25, 30. I'm praying, God help me. 
But I know that people are in trouble. People have situations that need God. Okay, how many of you need God this morning? Let me see your hand up. Let me see those who don't need God. I mean, you need God badly. Badly! So, you see why my messages are long. Because I want to tell you everything in one service. Though I cannot. They preached Jesus Christ. That was all. That was the message. Go to Acts chapter 6, verses 1 to 4. Quickly. The next chapter, verses 1 to 4. And in those days, when the number, because as they continued to preach Jesus, the number of the disciples was multiplied. There arose a murmuring of the Christians against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. Then the twelve called the multitude of disciples unto them and said, It is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Wherefore, brethren, look ye out among you seven men of honest report full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. That's our focus. Prayer and the ministry of the word, not gossip. Amen. In closing this morning, I want to give you two points. In closing, something noteworthy about the apostles was not only their devotion to prayer and the word, not only those two things, but also their unity. Their unity. That's where I close this morning. Look, a church that is going to be strong must be united. We must endeavor to maintain the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 3. Write it down if you're writing everybody. Can I have that on the screen? Ephesians 4, 3. Not just prayer. Yeah, we pray. People pray all over the place. People collect prayer from the internet. They collect prayer from different churches. They collect anointing. You go to one service here, go to another one there, go to another one there, collect this one on Sunday, this is my Sunday service church. This is my, this, uh, that one, uh, that's my Tuesday church. And then they have a Thursday evening church. And then there's a Saturday church or a Friday vigil church. What's your problem? Were the apostles doing that? Come on, talk to me. Were they doing that? Did, 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 did we ever see that in the Bible? That's not a scriptural pattern. Men invented that because they want solutions to their problems. Let me show you a scripture. Before we come to Ephesians 4.3, go to Matthew, no, yes, go to Matthew 28. Matthew 28, go to the last verse. Matthew 28, go to the last verse. Thank you, media. Okay, go to the, the previous one, verse 19. So he said, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. He gave them a commandment. Go ye. Not collecting anointing everywhere. You go and be a blessing. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Is this still with us now? Now go to Mark 16 and go to the last verse. Mark chapter 16. I want to show you something here. Those of you that are roving, roving members. Look at this. Mark 16. And they went forth. He told them in Matthew to go, right? Now, look at Mark. And they went forth and they started collecting anointing everywhere. 
I tapped from this pastor. This is the grace he carries. I tapped this one. Then I tapped from another, another prophet. He carries the prophetic. I tapped. This one, he carries a, a singing. This I tapped. This one carries a... What rascality. They went forth and preached everywhere. Not collecting anointing everywhere. They preached. They were not looking to be blessed. They were blessing people. Everywhere. Like we are doing tomorrow, Tuesday and Wednesday. The Lord walking. If you have a KJV Bible, you see the word them in italics. It says the Lord walking with them. But the word them is in italics. It means it was not in the original manuscript. The translators put it there for ease of understanding. But we may ignore it. This is what the original transcript says. The manuscript says, the Lord walking with and confirming the word with signs following. The Lord walking with the word that they preached and confirming the word that they preached with signs following. This means regardless of who is teaching and preaching it, the Lord can confirm his word through your mouth. Did you hear what I said? Don't, don't run away tomorrow and say, I don't know the Bible. I don't know Genesis to Revelation. I only know John 3, 3. For God so loved the world. Come. The Lord walking with. If it's a little word you have, the Lord can walk with the little word. A big revelation with anger for your life. God can walk with it. The Lord walking with and confirming the word with signs following. May we become a church and a people who are lovers of the presence of God and who are carriers of the signs and wonders of God. Can I get an amen to that? We must love his presence, not just the signs and wonders. Don't be carried away with signs and wonders. Devils do signs and wonders too. Moses had a rod, put it on the floor, turned to a snake. The magicians of Pharaoh had their rod, put it on the floor, turned to snakes. Whatever God can do, Satan has a way of trying to do counterfeit. For as long as it's permitted, not everything really. He's not been able to create one man. He has only been able to destroy the lives of many. He can't create anything good. He only distorts what has been created. Photography is a good idea. Birthed by God. For us to have record of moments. Pornography is a creation of Satan. Distorting pictures and images and videos. Are you with me? That's why... There can be no fake unless there's an original in your life as a Nigerian. Have you ever seen 5,000 naira notes? The reason you haven't seen 5,000 naira notes is because there's no original 5,000 naira notes. But let CBN roll out 5,000 naira notes tomorrow. Fake will be everywhere. Stay in the house. Stay in the presence of the Lord. Stay with Jesus until the name is revealed to you and it becomes big on the inside of you. Two things I want us to note from the apostles. One, their unity. Someone say their unity. Give me that Ephesians 4.3. Ephesians 4.3. Quickly, please. I'm, I'm, I'm winding this down. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Ephesians 4.3. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. I put it to you this morning, Expression House. We have a responsibility. That's why I told us, form groups, form squads, four of you. Look after one another. Pray for one another. If we want the move of the Holy Spirit in this house, 
We must be a people that are united under God. We must maintain the unity of the spirit. We must maintain, give it to me in NIV. NIV, New, New International Version. Quickly, please. New International Version. Media, please, can you do this for me? God bless you. KJV says endeavoring. NIV uses another word. Okay, if you have an NIV Bible, can you read, please? Anybody? Look, looks like that system is hanging. We need to buy a new system. Make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit, yeah? Through the bond of peace. Make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit. The unity. The unity of the spirit. The unity of the spirit. It's important. We must not allow malice keeping in our midst. We must not allow bad speaking in our midst. We must not allow back talks and, and somebody beefing somebody. Somebody hating on somebody. Somebody be jealous and envious. Why are you jealous of anybody, any other person? What for? The same God that promoted their dad will promote your dad. The same God that promoted them will promote you as well. Some of you are friends. You don't talk to each other anymore. Huh. For the apostles to experience that mighty move of the Holy Ghost, they prepared the house. I will show you scriptures now. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit. I'm told, I do not know, but I'm told there are some people in our church who even speak against the church. Does it make sense? How can you be in a family and you are speaking against your family? Can you imagine me telling my wife or my wife now talking about me to, to people out there and say, I don't know what is wrong with my husband. I don't know what's wrong with our family. I don't even like the marriage. You are out of the marriage already. That's what it means. Or my son talking ill of me, for example, talking to his friends. You know, my daddy is just not a good daddy. I, I don't know what's wrong with that man. Are you all right? This is your family. May I warn you, the grass is always greener. It always looks greener on the other side of the fence. You know, that expression house, you know, they, they play too much like somebody accused us. <laughs> Some people are too serious. Me, I play. I like to play. Praise God. Amen. And I saw in Ephesians, uh, in Psalm 2, one of the verses there that God shall laugh. God laughs. So I like to laugh. Amen. Praise God. Now, some believe when you come to church, you should cry. On your way home to show how serious the presence of the Lord was in the service. Ah, there are days we cry also. You agree with me? But if you cry, should we be crying every time? Then let's rename the church the crying church. <laughs> you read in the Bible scriptures that say, and Jesus rejoiced in the spirit. Leave that. Let's keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Don't contribute to the breakup. Or the breakaway of some in this house. Don't contribute to that. Let's rather look for the welfare of other people. Let's maintain. Yes, we will step on each other's toes. We are not robots. We will step on one another's toes. Let's make up. Let's forgive and move on. Because he that Satan can separate easily, he can destroy easily. One of the tactics of Satan, let me expose him to you, is what they call divide and conquer. That's what many politicians use. When they want to get Christians, they know what to do. Throw something in their midst. Some Christians will say, liar, liar, we'll never take that. Some say, ah, why are you not taking it? It's not in the Bible. This man is a good man. Ah, ah, he's an angel. He has the magic wand. Christians never agree. That's why they keep conquering us. They keep conquering us. 
Because we never speak with one voice. We are not like the early church. May we be like the early church. Let me show you a few scriptures. Quickly. Because I want us to pray this morning. As I close, I want us to pray for one another. But we can't pray effectively if we don't agree. In your mind, for example, this one I want to pray with me. Like she. I know what she said about me yesterday. No, never. She's a snitch. Nonsense. You have to forgive her. Right now. Say, Father, I receive the grace to forgive and to let go right now. Go to Acts 114. Media, please be fast with this. Help me. Acts 114. Acts 114. If your system is not hanging, God bless you. Now, I want to read the scriptures from the screen quickly. All right, let's read together. One to go. These all continued. Now, listen. Before we read, they were talking about the apostles here and the 120 others that joined them. Actually, total, total number 120. They were in the upper room and 120 people. These all continued with what? Oh, come on, church. Don't sleep on me. With what? One accord in prayer and supplication. Now, that wasn't talking about one Honda Accord. Not that they bought one Honda Accord and then they were driving it around. They were in unity. They were in unison. Maintaining the bond of the spirit. The unity of the spirit, rather, in the bond of peace. They all continued one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brethren. Can I have an amen to that? Somebody say one accord. Go to Ephesians 2, the day of Pentecost, when it was fully come. Verse 1. Verse 1. Act 2, I mean, sorry, I said Ephesians. I don't know, I like Ephesians too much. Act 2, Act of the Apostles 2. Just the next chapter. Act 2, 1. Yeah, read everybody. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with what? One accord in one place. One accord. And then in verse 4, the Holy Ghost came. Because they were in one accord. If expression house is in one accord, let's say this, our verse 1. What do we expect in verse 4? The coming of the Holy Ghost. Let's keep this house in order. I remember it was one of the instructions the Holy Ghost gave me. To keep this house in order. To keep this house in order. Act 4.24. Act 4.24. Quickly. Act 4.24. Quickly. 4.24. And when they had that, after the disciples, um, the chief priest let them go. And they threatened them not to speak again in the name of Jesus. This was after they, they, they performed the notable miracle in chapter 3. Not the one of chapter 5. The one of chapter 3. After every miracle, there was a persecution. There was an arrest. Alright? So after that one, they went to their company. And they spoke to their own company. May you have a good company. That's why I said, try and form squads. Four, four of you. That's a good company. A godly company. Not people having sex together People praying together. Not people exchanging nude pictures. Though. People exchanging scriptures. Amen? Because if, if, your, if, your, if your future is not structured by the scripture, it will get fractured. It might sound like a motivational thing, but it is not. Think about it. Think about it. Any future that is structured by the scripture will never suffer a fracture. The enemy may come against you, you will always overcome. Are you with me, church? Look at this. Look at this. And when they heard that, they lifted up their voice. The Bible didn't say they lifted up their voices. Because all the voices became one. God had one voice. Ah! May we cry in this house and may God hear our voice. 
They lifted up their voice to God. How? With one accord. Somebody say, one accord. And they said, Lord, you are God who has made heaven and the earth. One accord. Let me show you one more scripture. This one, it was not written one accord, but I will show you there was one accord there. Act 14, verses 19 and 20. This one, they had beaten Paul and he had fainted. They thought they had died. They dragged him out of the city. Act 14, 19. And there came thither certain Jews from Antioch and Iconium who persuaded the people. And having stoned Paul, having stoned Paul, drew him out of the city, supposing he had been dead. He got faint in one more. They thought they had died. How be it? Say with me, how be it? Say it the way I say it. How be it? That's how you will miss me when you go abroad. You say, oh, my business is free. <laughs> Let me watch express, expressionals online. Amen. As the disciples stood round about him, he rose up. That's the power of one accord. The Bible did not say that they even prayed. The people that beat him, they beat him to stupor. He fainted. They thought he died. They dragged him out of the city and left his body there to be buried, to decompose. Not even to be buried, to decompose. The disciples heard. They came around him. They formed the circle. I'm sure they were not just looking. I am sure by the Holy Ghost, they were not making mockery of him. I'm sure they were not saying, Shabib, we told him. Shabib, be careful when you are with the Jews. Be careful. No, no. They stood there. The stand of faith. They took a stand of faith. No, it's not time for this man to go. You are not done with your ministry. I believe, I, this is me. This is not the Bible. I believe they spoke words of faith. When I get to heaven, I will ask Paul. But I wanted to see this. It was when they stood round about him, he rose up. He rose up and came into the city. He came back. My stubborn. He came back into the city. And the next day, he departed with Barnabas onto Derby. If I fall now, how many people do I have in this house that will stand around me? Me as your pastor. I have people that are close to me. Yes, they are far from me. And I know it. I know it by the spirit. It's not by rumor. Uh, somebody told me, mm, I know. It has always been like that. In leadership. You have people that, you know, oh, these are my mighty men, my mighty women. Pfft, it's a lie. If it's like that for me, how much less for you? That's why we must learn to do church according to the scriptures. That's what I'm taking you back to now. Let us endeavor to maintain the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. If we have a brother in UI that has a problem with his academics, it should be our problem, not his problem. He's in tech. All tech guys must hold a meeting. After service, bro, sit down. First of all, let us pray about this problem. Two, how do we solve this problem? One of us is having a problem with his landlord. They are about to throw away his property. We shouldn't turn the other face. Turn our face the other way. Well, that's your problem. Go and pay your rent. No. 
We should gather together and say, okay, what can we do? How much do you have? How much do you have? How much do you have? Let's gather money. Then let's pray. As you give this money to your landlord, your landlord will receive it and you'll continue to live there until God blesses you with your own property. A problem to one person should be our collective problem. If they had left Paul there and the disciples heard that his body was there and they didn't go, he probably would have gone to heaven from there. No wonder in many of the epistles Paul wrote, brethren, pray for us. Paul that wrote in 1 Corinthians 14, 14, I thank my God that I speak in tongues more than you all. He got to a point that his own tongue was not enough. Like, there comes a time, all of us, we need the prayers, the collective prayers of the brethren. One accord. I learned that from the disciples. Let us learn that. Let us learn that. Number two. Number two. Look at the content of their prayer. When they were let go. Acts chapter 4, verse 23. Okay? Don't worry, I'm closing now. I'm closing now. I will conclude next Sunday. Next Sunday, I'll be teaching you how Jesus got the greatness of his name. The greatness of that name. That will change somebody's life in the name of Jesus. Number two, the content of their prayer extolled and worshipped God. This is how to get the presence stirred up in our midst. No wonder the name worked for them. The name still works today because Jesus never changes. Hebrews 13, it says Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Let's go to Acts. Yeah, thank you, media. Acts 4.23. When you go to a prayer meeting, listen to the content of the prayer. This is a good example for us. All those father and die prayer, I don't know where you got it from. All the enemies from my father's house, so my sort, die, 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 die. We have killed them. They have refused to die. We have bound them. We have roasted them. We have eaten them. They are getting fatter. We are getting leaner. Are we not supposed to change our pattern? Every evil house fly looking at me. What are you still waiting for? So my soul, die, die, die. You speak more death than life in your prayer. If that's the way to pray, the apostles being threatened should have prayed that way. Father! My father, my father, put your hand on your head. Say, my father, my father. Every Sadducee, every Pharisee, every high priest, every chief priest trying to stop us from preaching the gospel. What are you still waiting for? So my son, die. No. Die, 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 die. Proverbs 18, 21 says, death and life. And the power of the tongue. You are releasing death. If that death goes around, goes around, goes around, can't see anybody, and maybe you are the one doing yourself, it will come back to you. People kill themselves. Okay, you are laughing. Acts 4.23, look at it. And being let go, they went to their own company and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them. They had threatened them. So they reported it to their own company. You should have your company. You should have your babes that you can call on the phone and say, hey, babes, meet me in ABH right now. ABH, D24. All right, I'm on my way. 
Zoom, and she knows she's coming to pray. So on the way, she's already black. I met one guy in UI some years ago. I was driving. I was driving some of our brethren after fellowship to go and drop them in Sokoto, Awo and Sokoto Road. We drove past that guy in the night on that, I don't know what they call that, that river, that stream. There's a bridge on it. If you're coming in from, well, from wherever, from before you get to Queens, that road before Queens Hall, and you're going to Awo, you're going to Idia. You know that road that goes to ISI? As we climbed that bridge, that little bridge, I just had the guy blasting in tongues. He was walking and praying. I said, hey, those are my people. Unashamed of the gospel. They went to their company. Do you have a company? Or you only have a company of just, just lovers? Company of nonsensical talks that doesn't move you anywhere. Blessed is that person that has a company that can pray. Hey, Bobs, let's meet in church. And they know there's fire on the mountain. There's an issue we need to resolve. One of us has a problem, not even me, but one of us, we need to pray. And you guys lock hands in prayer. Lord, this report must change. This doctor's report must change. This doctor's report must change. Must change. We refuse to let our brother go. I wish we prayed like that for one another. Everybody's caught up in their own problems. Well, I have my own. No. I can't come. I can't make it. I have my own. I have my own. I have my own issue. That's why your issue is not going away. It's multiplying. Job 42.10. When Job prayed for his friends, God turned around his captivity and gave him double of what he had before. Look at this. What was the content of their prayer? Let's read, let's read the prayer. And so, with one accord, they lifted their voice and said, now this is the content. Lord, thou art God. They started with worship. Lord, you are God. You be God. You know, be man. It can come in any language, but make sure you are saying the right thing. Lord, you are God. Who has made heaven and earth, it was you that made it, not the chief priests. God, the maker. How do you feel when you are reminded that you are a child of the most high God? My father made the heavens and the earth. <laughs> you are God. You made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all that is in them. Yeah? Who by the mouth of thy servant David has said, why did the hidden rage and the people imagine vain things? They were quoting Psalm 2. David wrote that psalm. Is this Psalm 2 or Psalm 8 now? Let me check, please. Don't go there, media. Let me check. I think it's Psalm 2. I should be correct. Anyone check for me? Psalm 2 from verse 1. Thank God for technology. Opening the Bible while you are preaching takes some time. Yeah, it's Psalm 2. David wrote in Psalm 2. Let's read this psalm. Why do the hidden rage and the people imagine a vain thing? David, even though an Old Testament prophet, was functioning under the, ministry, under the influence of the Holy Spirit. The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed. I mean, you know, I'm the anointed of the Lord. I don't know about you. They are taking counsel against me. And they are saying, let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. 
He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall laugh. Shall have them in derision. As they are taking counsel against you, the Lord will say, <laughs> Oh! You know, sometimes I wish I could laugh like that guy. You know that guy on on, on WhatsApp? He's also on Instagram. When, when there's always a, a defeat in some camp in football, maybe mind you. That guy's that guy, I think he's Ghanaian, right? The guy is fourth year in church this morning. Fourth year, Amanda, are you in church? Oh, okay, tell her I asked after her. I, I want to meet that guy someday. That guy has the gift of laughter. It's not one of the gifts of the spirit, though. It's a different gift. The guy was it? Manchester United. Lord, have mercy. Then he will go. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. I, I wish. I mean, sometimes I, I want to laugh. That's all. I just go there. I just play the video. I play and I'm laughing. Then there's another guy in the north. He's a northerner. He's a Nigerian. During the COVID jab thing, he made the joke about the governor of Kano State and all the Muslim clerics that the governor said that they should give the jab, <laughs> the COVID jab to the clerics. And the clerics now pushed it to the lower clerics. And those will say, ah, no, we are small. Maybe you are the older people, you should take it. He made a joke out of it. And the way he was laughing, I was laughing too. Because laughter is contagious. Amen? God laughs. Why should we not laugh? David said, the Lord shall laugh at them. The Lord shall have them in derision. Then he shall speak unto them in his wrath. After laughing, he will now speak in anger. And vex them in his sore displeasure. Everyone troubling your life, God will speak to them in his wrath. He will vex them in his sore displeasure. He said, yet have I set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. Go back to Acts chapter 4. The kings of the earth stood up. They were quoting from the Psalms. Some people say that New Testament began from the Acts of the Apostles. If you quote from the Old Testament, you are an Old Testament believer. You don't know anything about the concept of grace. They have not been well schooled. These are the apostles. These apostles walked physically with Jesus. They, and they were the first partakers of the major first download of the Holy Spirit. And they were quoting from the Psalms. If they could quote from the Psalms, what stops me from quoting from the Psalms? The only thing that can stop me is spiritual pride. Watch it. Watch it. When you begin to question the sermon of your pastor and the people that have authority over you, mm, I don't, doctrinally, I don't think that is balanced. Uh, I think one young man was supposed to do a work, a continuation of the work I'm doing here in another place. And he decided to not, he came and fellowship with us for a while. And he decided to, we didn't know he had embraced another gospel, the hypergrace gospel. I don't like to tell you what has become of him today. If you are sipping Satan's juice, just know that you are sipping poison. It might be sweet in your mouth, but it will be bitter in your belly. The gospel is so simple, it will take an expert to confuse you. 
embrace the simplicity of the gospel and be free. The kings of the earth stood up and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. Look at their prayer. They were quoting the scriptures in prayer. First of all, with worship and now extolling the virtues of God. There's no way you praise God like this and God will not stand up and say, Ah, what do you want? What do you want? Many times we praise our problems. God, you know this problem in my life. God, you know my situation has not changed. God, can you change that? Can you worship God and dance in your sitting room or in your bedroom without any music? I got up at 3 a.m. yesterday. I went to the living room. I went to my children's rooms because I had traveled a couple of days and I missed everybody. I went to check them. They were sleeping. So I wanted to go back to my bedroom to sleep. I had the Holy Ghost say to me, covenant hour of praise. I said, oh, really? So I went back. I checked my phone. It was 3 a.m. I said, oh, hallelujah. I, began, I went on my knees. I began to worship God. Praise God. I got up. I danced around. Worship God. Praise God. When it was almost one hour, my wife joined me. She said she was hearing my voice. I said, I thought I was keeping it quiet. Oh. God enjoys it. He inhabits the praises of his people. They were in trouble. Yes, they praised God. They found time to praise. Look at this. For the truth against thy holy child, whom thou hast anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles. Now they are reporting the enemies. And the people of Israel were gathered together. Yes. For to do whatsoever thy hand and thy counsel determined before to be done. Yes. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings. One. Two. And grant unto thy servants. This was their request. They made their request known with thanksgiving. Grant unto thy servants. What? That with all boldness they may speak thy word. They asked for boldness. They didn't ask for their enemies to die. They didn't say, Lord, behold their threatenings now, let them die. Die, 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 die. D-I-E. Die. No. Grant us boldness. For what? To speak your word. What word were they speaking? Jesus Christ. By stretching forth your hand to heal. When we preach, you heal. When we pray, you heal. And that signs and wonders may be done. How? Read it, church. How? No, 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 no. Do it the way we normally do it. That signs and wonders may, do, may be done. Uh-huh. By the name of thy holy child Jesus. The name does wonders. The name. On its own. When you believe, the name of Jesus does wonders. They didn't say that wonders may be done in the name. Yeah, we've seen in the name before, but now they're saying by the name. By the name. Who did that work? Lola or Deemi? Who did that assignment? Did you do it yourself? Or someone else did it for you? No, it was meant to be your homework. If you did it by yourself, what would you say? I did it by myself. Wonders and miracles should be done by the name, by the name of your holy child, Jesus. Yeah, let's see what happened next. And when they had prayed, 
because it was a good prayer meeting with good prayer points. Starting with worship, going into praise, going into exhortation, going into praising the wonders of God, and then they now presented their request. You know when you praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God, so tay, you know what I mean? So tay, that God is singing, hey, come on, babes, what do you want? And you keep praising God. You are, I say, I want, oh my God. You know, when God says, oh my God, <laughs> you know, what, what, what do you want? What, what do you want? Can God say, oh my God, because of your praise? I mean, you can praise God so, so, so much that God will say, ah, I would have said, oh my God. <laughs> but I will show you a scripture where God called Jesus God. Not this afternoon, not this morning. I'll show you next week. When they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they spake the word of God with boldness. What did they pray for? What did they pray for? What came as the answer? First of all, the place shook. There was a shaking. When last were you in a prayer meeting? And after the prayer, the place shook. Because what are we praying for? The lives of our enemies. We are praying for shoes, new cars. No. They prayed that they might speak the word with boldness. The place shook. God granted them boldness. God granted them boldness. And they began to speak the word with boldness. And signs and wonders were done. Stand on your feet, everybody. Very long. It's a teaching. To get the best out of this, get the entire series from the last three Sundays. Media, the Lord bless you. I love you guys. Please edit the audio and put it on the vault. All right? And audio mark and all of those channels. But I'm preaching the last one in this series next Sunday. Next Sunday, I'll tell you how Jesus got the greatness of his name. One of the ways he got the greatness was that God conferred the name on him. That was what I said earlier, that I will show you where God called Jesus God. Oh, Pastor Fred, that's blasphemy. Oh my God. God called his son God? Yes, he did. And it's, in, it's written in your Bible. I will show you. Because the father conferred the name on him. Like you confer a title on someone. I've been there when the when a monarch conferred a title on the DG of IITA. I was there. A big title. The father conferred the name. He got the name by inheritance, one. Two, it was conferred on him. Three, he got it by conquest. I'll show you that next week. I want us to pray for one another. I want us to pray for one another. I want us to pray for one another. One accord will change our lives. I beg you, expression house. Let us be in one accord. Let us be in one accord. 
let us speak with one voice. One of us may be weak. Some of us may be weak. Those who are strong, let us strengthen them. Let's not kill our wounded soldiers. If you err, if you make a mistake, we will deal with you. We will discipline you. But it's all in the spirit of God.